The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. In order to stay ahead of your competition, a lot of your success rises or falls based on your current marketing plan. Get ready for the Mojo Marketing Edge Radio Show. Today, hosts Ira Rosen and Corey Michael Sanchez will open up your awareness of the many different ways to market your business and reap major results. Now, here is the team behind Mojo Video Marketing, Ira and Corey. Hello, hello, everybody. This is Corey Michael Sanchez. Welcome to the Mojo Marketing Edge, and today we've got a very special guest that's really going to be talking about something essential to your business. And remember, we're talking about lead generation. We're talking about traffic, and it's, and it's key. And for businesses going forward, I mean, you know, back in the days, you know, web wasn't such a big deal, right? You didn't, many didn't need a website. Many didn't even need to have it optimized so it could be found. I mean, you threw up a website and that was, you know, that you were considered ahead of your time, right? But that was a that was a while ago. Today's a much different age when it comes to web marketing and internet marketing. And and in order to really get more business these days, you got to go to where people are at. And everybody that I know always looks for restaurants or businesses or reviews online on the internet, on the search engines. And so today we have a very special guest. His name is Chris Ormiston, who's going to talk about exactly how do you get found on the web in your area. And I'm going to give you a little bit of background on Chris and, and what he's done because he's got a huge resume. And we're going, to, we're going to ask him some questions. He's going to break it down very simply for you so that way, moving forward as a business, you can do these things step by step, follow his instructions because he spent thousands and thousands of hours on this stuff and you know, built a really solid business out of it. So he's, he's the creator of Local Oxygen, and it's a software platform that helps over 1,500 marketing agencies manage fulfillment for almost 5,000 local businesses. He's got a huge background in SEO, and, and over the last couple of years, he's really been focusing on local marketing, you know, training, software, tools that help the local marketing companies that also help the businesses. And he's always been a, an innovator in this field, and he's got lots of great stories around this. And, you know, he manages himself in his business over a thousand clients in addition to managing and helping manage the clients of other marketing companies, right? He's, um, he's been doing this for a while. One of his recent projects was an iPad app that uh, basically reinvented Lexus's corporation's vehicle delivery system. And Forbes actually called it the genius bar of delivery apps. So with that, I want to I welcome Chris Ormiston to the line. Are you there? I'm here. Thank you for having me on. Yes, absolutely, Chris. And and no, this is this is very exciting for us because you have such a rich background in in web marketing and and local marketing and you know internet and search engine rankings and all of that. And so you know it's and and I know Chris because he's in a mastermind that Ira and I are a part of. And 
just very, you know, very humble guy, knows a ton about this stuff. And him being a programmer himself, you know, really gives uh, him a, a unique advantage to, to be able to see and have a vision and then to, to understand what needs to be done from a programming perspective to actually scale it out and make it, make it bigger. So, you know, let's, let's talk to Chris for a little bit. And, and, and Ash, I want to start with a question. Uh, Chris, how did you get started in marketing in general and, and web marketing? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, it started a long time ago. Um, I had some uh, companies that I was running back in the late 1990s, and um, it was it was became very apparent that if you weren't on top of the search engines, and you know back at this time it was like before Google, um, they they weren't even a player at the time. But it, it was really apparent that you know when you're doing e-commerce, that if you're not at the top of the search engine, um, nobody's going to buy your stuff. So. You know, we, we went to a bunch of SEO companies back then, and, and we wasted a lot of money because they all claimed that they could do stuff that they really couldn't do. I think all of us have had experiences around that at one time or other. And um, so my business partner and I, we sat down one night, and we, we said, you know, we're just throwing our money away. Why don't we just figure it out? And so uh, we did. We, we figured it out. We reverse engineered the, the search engines at the time, which were, I think, it was like Inktomi and AltaVista and a couple others. I don't remember. It's way back then. And we were able to get on the top of the search engines in like 72 hours or less. And so wow. we did that for all of our companies. We did that for a few people who twisted our arm behind our back and said, come on, do it for us, dude. And um, that's kind of how we started our agency, which was just kind of doing it for ourselves and then having other people, you know, beg and plead for us to do it for them. And um, then Google came along. And um, then uh, that was kind of a whole different story because they were a lot more sophisticated than these other search engines. So it took us about a year to finally reverse engineer Google. And um, after that point, we were able to get it down to such a, a specific science. And I wrote some real uh, sophisticated software behind this uh, to allow us to rank for pretty much any keyword that we wanted to at the top of um, Google anytime we wanted. And it was, it was a really powerful process to be able to do that. And it really benefited a lot of companies, including um, several companies that we set up and, and eventually sold out. And so that was kind of how I got started is, is you know, early, early in the game, um, just kind of growing along with the search engines and figuring things out, you know, step by step. Yeah. And let me ask you this, Chris. Uh, tell me about the early days. Okay. So you got Alta Vista and you crack the code 72 hours. Um, you know, you, you really were able to, to figure this out. So what did that look like? I mean, back in the early days, I mean, what, what was involved in doing that? Well, I'll tell you what, it was a lot easier than it is now. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, basically what it came down to is it came down to how you optimized your page. And um, so and that and also linking. Linking has always been super, super important. But um, back then we were able to um, optimize the, uh, our, our page down, and it, and it made a lot more sense back then than it does now because things have changed and have evolved into becoming a lot more things. But basically we would just go out there and we would get uh, some links, and then we would optimize the page in a very, very specific way that made it so it couldn't not be at the number one position on Google. Just by, or I'm sorry, on the search engines, um, including Google at that time. Um, and so that's basically what it came down to: is uh, that, that combination of linking and, and optimization. Got it. And uh, you know, how do you reverse engineer something? I mean, you know, that were you just kind of trying new things and then seeing how it looked on the search engines? I mean, how did that yeah. work out? Yeah, so basically that's essentially how it happened. It was really kind of a funny story because we got a phone call from Google one day, and they were like a nobody back then, so it was not like a big deal phone call. 
And they basically said, hey, you know, we noticed you on our search engine, and um, we were just wondering if you ever need any help with anything. We wanted to give you an email address so that you could, you know, call us up and, and um, or you can, you know, contact us and let us know so we can help you out. And we're like, okay, sure. And we just, like, wrote it on, like, a yellow sticky and stuck it <laughs> on our computer, thinking that they call everybody, right? And so the funny part is, is that, you know, we had a, a pretty big e-commerce site. Uh, we, were, we had about 10,000 affiliates that were selling for us back then. We had the largest affiliate network in the entire world at that time. And um, we were selling quite a, quite a big volume. And, and of course, we, we had a lot of traffic at that time. And uh, we didn't know how big we were because we never really talked to anyone else. We thought we were like, you know, like a bunch of other sites. But it turns out we were, we were bigger than most. And um, the reason that Google called us, it turns out we, we found out four years later, was because we were one of the biggest. And so what the reality was, we found out like two years later at some kind of a, um, some kind of an SEO conference in Las Vegas that we were at, is that Google had picked us and one other company out to put on their um, human review. It was basically two big TVs that they had that everybody sat there and stared at um, all day long for an entire year. And so what they did is they, when we had our website up there, we would you know, manipulate our website in a way that would get us the number one rankings, and then Google would turn around, and they would write algorithms to knock us back down, kind of a thing. For instance, <laughs> what we would do is we would go, and we would put the keyword on the page like 50 times, and then for that keyword, boink, we would be the number one position, right? Well, Google mm-hmm. didn't like that, of you know, obvious reasons. And so what they would do is they would write an algorithm on their side that said, okay, if the keyword's on there more than, say, five times, don't put it in the number one position, right? So on our side, we didn't know Google was doing this. What we saw is it would be up there for like a week, and all of a sudden, boink, it would be down on like page two or three, and we're like, man, our sales just took a dive. And so we would go and dream up something else, or actually we would clean it up, and then we'd send off this email that we got from Google, remember? Yeah. We would send this email off saying, hey, you know, we've kind of cleaned up, you know, what we were doing before, and um, uh, do you think that you could uh, put us back on page one or whatever? And... Um, so then all of a sudden it would be back on page one, but it would be at the bottom of page one. <laughs> and so they would make us work to get back to the top of page one again, right? And so, um, and so we did this over and over again with all kinds of just crazy stuff. I mean, we, I remember staying up late like all the time with my business partner. We would dream up these crazy concoctions as far as how we could get back up to the number one position. And we did this for about a year. And we'd just go around and around and around. It was kind of getting tiring, you know? Mm-hmm. And then finally, um, it broke free, and we were able to get and stay up at the number one position for a long period of time, and we're finally like, okay, we finally figured it out and all this stuff. And the reality is, is what we found out at this SEO conference when Google was doing a keynote speech is that they were talking about us on stage, <laughs> and they said what happened was we watched these, these two companies, and they would come up with these genius ideas on how to circumvent our, our you know, rankings and get to the top every time. And so we would write these algorithms, and then we would knock them down. We know our algorithms were working because they would drop down to the page two or three, and then um, we would just kind of repeat that over and over again. And that's how we developed our, our original algorithms is by just watching these two companies. And so, um, you know, that sort of made me angry at the time because there's a lot of sleepless nights. <laughs> you know, oh, my gosh. Trying to get back to the top. But, you know, it made a lot of sense at the time. And uh, finally, after about a year, they finally cut us loose and went on to bigger and better things, right, Kevin? And that's when we finally were able to stabilize and be able to stay at the top of the search engine. And 
and be able to, um, you know, rank pretty much any keyword that you wanted. Oh my lord, that's crazy! That is that is a phenomenal story, and it's kind of like um, you know when when football players or teams they're watching the tapes for the upcoming game of their opponent, you know, <laughs> and uh, and like you're the only tape to be watched, but you, between you and another one, you're the only one that's out there, and they just kept you in the dark for. I mean, that's kind of a, a pretty huge honor, really, you know for. Yeah, that's, I mean, because even in the beginning, I mean, they, I don't know how many websites they're at that they, you know, they were on the web at that point, but, mm-hmm. but you guys were so genius that literally Google was using you as, um, as, as the, the, the people they, they would watch to, to come up with their algorithm. I mean, that's, that is, I mean, you had to feel honored, like, you know, many years later after, you know, initially being angry. I mean, it's got, right now, it's got to be considered an honor. Yeah, you know, it was a lot of fun um, at the time, and it really stretched our legs a little bit to, to help us understand better how the search engines work and stuff like that. And ultimately, it was a good practice to go through because it, what it did is it allowed us to understand at a very deep level um, how the search engines work on a fundamental level and what their driving forces were. And that's really carried through all the way till today um, so that we can understand kind of the mindset and the principles that they use to change their algorithms and why they change it. And um, because a lot of people think, oh, they're just changing it to, to hurt the SEO people and things like that, which is true sometimes, um, in my opinion. But most of the time, I think they do the right things for the right reasons. And, um, and that, comes, that stems all the way back from a lot of the research and things that we did in the early days. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, trying to get rid of, um, you know, they're just trying to make the user experience better by providing the most relevant content. And yeah, I mean, you've, you know, it's kind of cool because, you know, you're the, you're the guy on the other side that's, uh, you know, that's helping businesses kind of utilize the, the algorithms and, and in order to um, really enhance their presence online. And that's such a big deal because, you know, if, if somebody can get found on that first page of Google and, and that, you know, they could, I mean, pull in just tons of traffic, it could just change their business. And so, you know, I'm sure you've, I'm sure you've taught just, you know, tens of thousands of people how to really do this and, and grow their business. So that's, yeah, I mean, that's extremely exciting. And so here we are many years later and Google, you know, I don't know, if anybody thought Google would be as big as it is right now, but it, I mean, it's, it's certainly just tremendous, a monstrosity of a company. And, you know, things are, things are obviously different, and it's more difficult now than it used to be. It's all more competitive. Algorithms are different. They're changing things all the time. And uh, so, so these days, I mean, what, what do you think are really, you know, some of the, the top four or five things, you know, for, for search right now that people need to focus on? You know, that's a good question because, you know, really what it kind of boils down to is that, you know, there are just a couple of things that, um, that really influence um, your, your rankings the most. Now, there's, there's a lot of things that you need to do to make those things happen, but, uh, you know, when you boil it down, there's like four or five things that are like super, super important. And um, what it comes down to, and there's a few trends that are going to be happening in 2014 that you're going to notice. And um, many, you know, many people have um, kind of, seen some of the latest changes that have happened, and one of them that just happened was the um, Google actually coming out and saying, look, if you make your site secure, which means you know, you put HTTPS in front of the website all the way through, uh, we used to be able to just do that for e-commerce, you know, like when you're checking out to make sure your credit card number is encrypted and things like that. But really what's happening is Google has come out and said, look, we're going to rank you higher. It's one of the ranking you know, um, algorithms or one of the ranking factors. 
that um, Google has that says, if you make your whole site secure, we're going to reward you for it. And um, honestly, I'm, personally, I'm not quite sure why they did that because there's nothing on most of my websites that need to be secure. Um, but, you know, they, they've come out and said that. And so that's one thing that we're going to see in 2014 is a lot of companies going out there and making their sites secure uh, because they know that that's something that's going to help them rank and be able to stay at the top of the search engine. Um, so that's one thing. Another big thing that um, is uh, especially helpful for ranking your, your website is to make sure that the website itself is as up-to-date as possible. And a lot of people refer to this as having a responsive website. And what responsive means is that when you look at the website on your computer, it looks good. When you look at it on like an iPad or an Android tablet, of, of, you know, that, that size of, a, of a, a device, that it still looks good. It's kind of repositioned itself a little bit. And then if you look at it on your cell phone, it still looks good. It's just like kind of a vertical format. And when you can build your website in a way that's like that, where on every single device, every modality, every way that you can see it, that it presents itself really well, that it needs to be read, that you can find the phone numbers to contact the company quickly, things like that, that Google is going to really reward you for that. Because fundamentally what that comes down to, and this has been true from the very beginning, is that Google wants to provide the best user experience possible. And Google has kind of a very interesting outlook on those who search. When you search on Google, they consider you their client. And essentially you are. And when they do the rankings, what they're doing is they're saying, we're going to give you our client. And if you don't give them a good experience, we're not going to give you any more clients. And the way they do that is by pushing you down the rank. You see, that kind of makes sense. Yeah, totally. Absolutely. And so basically everything that we need to focus on in 2014 is providing a good user experience. Mm -hmm. And Google has ways of measuring that. Um, I'm not sure if uh, um, uh, a lot of people are aware that when you use the Chrome browser, because Google has built and owns Chrome, that browser, Google can track every single thing that you do on that website, which means they can see where your mouse goes on the screen. They can see where you click on the screen. They can see that you scroll up and down. They can see every, every nuance of everything that you do on that screen. And that's how they gauge if the user's having a good experience. For instance, if somebody searches for um, Scottsdale Plumber, for instance, and they're looking for a plumber, and they go to a website, and they're like, oh, this isn't what I'm looking for, and they back out of it real quick, Google knows that you went there and you came out within a few seconds, which tells Google they didn't find what they were looking for. And, um, and then if you just go down to the next listing, you go on there and you're like, okay, this is what I was looking for, and you, and you click on something, and you read for a little bit, and then you go to a new page, and then you go to the Contact Us page, you know, things like that, those types of activities. That's how Google knows without a doubt that you're having a good um, experience on their website. And so at the end of the day, what's going to happen is they're going to look, if there's enough people that go to that website and bounce out of it, same way you did, Google's going to interpret that and say, people are not having a good experience there. We don't want to give our customers to them anymore, and that, that's eventually going to go down. Whereas if, um, the, the sites that do have the good experiences, Google's naturally going to raise to the top because they want people to have good experience. Awesome. That's kick butt. No, that's really – so we got a couple of things that we, that, uh, we came away with. One, secure. You got um, moving forward, Google's looking for secure websites, mm -hmm. right? Something to look into. N number two is responsive. 
You want to make sure it's seen on tablets, cell phones, and computers in a way that is attractive, right? So making sure it's uh, it's responsive to all those uh, forms, and then also the user experience. Make sure the users uh, staying on your website. Um, it's called Sticky Factor. Um, yep. You know that uh, that they're they're enjoying it, that they're clicking through, that they're going to different pages. They're not just clicking in and then clicking back, or they're not clicking in, scrolling around, and then clicking back. I mean. They're looking for, for the people, the traffic that's going there, that they are very well served. And so we've gone through a couple things, and we're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to go over some more items here, and we're going to talk about some, some very practical ways you can dominate your presence on Google with these methods. So we'll be back with Chris in just a moment. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio, VoiceAmerica.com. Voice America presents a new kind of health awareness talk show, the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. Show host Sharon Kleina interviews leading scientists to discover how each of us can become proactive in protecting our personal health environment in an increasingly unhealthy world. Every show offers new information that could save your life. The Sharon Kleina Hour is health from an environmental perspective. Your ultimate source for a personal environmental lifestyle. Listen Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel and Wednesdays at 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Each week, Jimmy Gould brings you the stories and the people that you want to hear about. Tune in to A Current Life to hear about the journey to success, how our guests became the people they are today, and the highs and lows they experienced along the way. Each hour will leave you inspired and entertained as Jimmy gets up close and personal with every week's guest and shares ideas you can identify with and apply to your own life. A Current Life with Jimmy Gould airs Fridays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your questions. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Listening to the Mojo Marketing Edge. To reach the show today, please call 1 866 472 5788. That's 1 866 472 5788. You may also send an email to connect at mojovideomarketing.com. Now, back to this week's show. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. Corey Michael Sanchez, the Mojo Marketing Edge. And uh, you can check us out at uh, mojovideomarketing.com. Okay, so go ahead and go there. We got some nice free gifts for everybody, um, some things about lead generation, building relationships, closing deals. So phenomenal information. And today we're talking with Chris Ormiston, and where we left off is he was telling us about a number of factors that can really help you optimize your search moving forward here. There's been all kinds of trends, all kinds of things happening, and changing pretty rapidly. And the pace at which things are changing is happening definitely faster than it used to. And it's really important to stay up on the new trends as far as, you know, internet marketing and search engine ranking and all of that, because if you spend a a bit of time there and know some things, uh, you know, it's going to make it obviously better if you implement them or 
that you know more when you're actually working with some companies that are looking to help optimize you. So that way you, you understand things better. You're, you're able to make more educated decisions. So with one of the top experts that was actually um, seen by Google as one of the guys to watch as far as, you know, the cool things that they were doing and optimizing. And uh, he just went through some a great story about that. And so I'm going to turn it back over to Chris, and we're going to go through a couple more things on what you need to look at and start doing when it comes to search. So, Chris, take it away. You betcha. You know, one thing that, um, that businesses should really pay a lot of attention to, especially going forward, um, is... Uh, kind of a result of how the yellow pages went away. Now, the thing about the yellow pages is, you know, a lot of us that use the yellow pages, we were kind of happy to see this go away because it's kind of a nuisance. We mostly used them as door stops, and you know, um, you know, some people would use them to sit on to see over the steering wheel and stuff like that. You know, <laughs> um, you know, just stuff like that because it wasn't super helpful over a period of time for for us, and it just kind of lost, you know, its usefulness when the internet came around because the search engines became so good at delivering that type of information. Now, as, as we as users, uh, we adopted the Internet more and more. Um, it really didn't benefit the uh, business owners very much. In fact, it terrified the business owners when they started, started to see the yellow pages go away because that was kind of a one-stop shop that allowed them to pay, in my opinion, kind of an enormous amount for marketing. But they, they only had to do that once a year. And they understood that that cost was really going to pay off because throughout the year, people would use the, the yellow pages, they would find them, and um, they would get you know, people to walk in their store and to call them and, and to you know, be able to contact them about their products and services. Now, the problem is, is that when those went away, the store owners and the business owners, they didn't really know where to go. They knew that they needed to go to the Internet, but they had no idea what to do. And I think in some regard, that's still the case for a lot of business owners that are out there. Um, they're confused as far as, like, you know, how to do their marketing and where to go and who to trust and things like that because they're barraged with phone calls almost on a daily basis for companies saying, hey, you should spend money with us and do X, Y, and Z. And so there's a lot of confused business owners out there. Now, one of the major things that happened is when people stopped going to the Yellow Pages and they went to the Internet, um, one of the difficult things for business owners is that people went all over the Internet. Some people went to um, Judy's Book, and some people went to Yelp, and some people went to Kazoo, and some people went to City Search, and like all these different places on the web that they kind of adopted and said, this is the place that I'm going to go to search for local businesses. Now, there's a lot of them on the web, and, um, you know, there's a lot of, you know, legit ones, too. I mean, there's there's... A few of them that are probably better than others, but there's a lot of kind of good ones out there, uh, many of them that I just mentioned. And so that confused a lot of business owners because they didn't know really how to get people to their website. But the reality is, you know, in, in today's world is that people often don't go to your website. What they do is they go to larger directory sites to find these services and they'll call them directly from there. And so that kind of leads into the next thing that you um, should probably pay, pay attention to as a business owner is what we call citations or business. And so it's really important that you have your business listing in all these different locations that are out there. Um, you need to have a business listing in uh, some of the top ones that are the most important are Google Plus and Yelp and City Search, Judy's Book, Kazoo. And there's a couple of different specialty ones like Command Force for dentists and, and those types of providers and um, Pavo for the legal industry. And so there's lots of um, 
different places to be in. You need to be in all of them. Um, not only is that going to help you with your ranking for your um, Google Places or your Google Maps listing, but it's also going to allow people who are looking in many different places um, to be able to find you because people don't you know, search very much anymore to, to go to the website. What happens is they search where they want to search, and you just have to be where your customers are. And so that's how you're going to be where your customers are is to get those businesses. And really, a lot, um, it's really not very difficult to do when you go there. You basically just kind of sign up for a free listing for most of them. Yeah, a, a few of them are paid. But um, for most of them, they're a free listing, and you just put your business information. Some of them even let you upload your logo to your company. And it's, it's really not you know, that much more difficult than that. And that way you can be there when people are searching. Mm, okay. So that's one of the major things to pay attention to the uh, the business listing be able to get those out there yeah that seems pretty easy I mean that's that doesn't sound too complicated so um, so you, you went over a couple of them you said there was Yelp there was uh, kudzu and Judy's book and, and a couple other ones yep uh, city search is one of them and Google plus is another one and it used to be called Google place Google plus now got it and there's a bunch more I mean when when we do marketing for our companies we do about 300 of them for, for each of our companies. So there's a whole bunch of them out there. Um, you just have to get creative and, and find out where they are. Got it. All right. No, that sounds excellent. So so citations is another one of them. And, uh, you know, and that's very interesting. So, you know, and y- Yellow Pages, I mean, they've been around for a while. And, and, yeah, at the very end of the cycle, I mean, nobody really looks at them because it's not really valuable anymore and it's not very easy to search. And, right. yeah, everything's gone to the web. And, and uh, you know, it's actually... Pretty, pretty awesome for everybody because, you know, I, I, I don't want to carry a yellow page around in my book, in my, in my pocket, in my car. Um, yeah. you, you know, I mean, that would just be ridiculous. But I can carry around a cell phone, which has access to all of the places that I would never need to get a hold of. So, so that's very exciting as, as far as that. Anything else on the yellow pages? No, no. Um, um, that's, that's, you know, kind of like a... A good starting point is to start with those and then to, to start branching out and looking to see where uh, maybe even your competition is. And wherever they are, you sort of need to be as well. That's kind of one of the tactics and strategies that we use is we just look to see who's like kind of on top and what they've done. And you just kind of go do what they've done and you kind of you know, start catching up to them. Ah, okay. That's, kind of, that's super stealth, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Imitating the guys on top. And uh, we do that a lot in different arenas. You know, we do that in sports and, and uh, a lot of other things. But, uh, you know, to use that tactic in, in search, I mean, it, it, it makes sense once you hear it, but it's probably not as intuitive uh, to, to everybody as, as you would think, right? Yeah. They think, yeah. oh, I've got I've to do what the, the, you know, the search engine marketing company tells me, but they might be using practices that are old and outdated. Do you see that, by the way, a lot of companies using old, outdated practices that don't work? Yeah, of course. I mean, it's it's very difficult to keep up on all the newest trends and all the changes. I mean, it seems like every time you turn around, Google's changing something or and um, you know updating something. And it's and it's important to evolve that way, but it it leaves a lot of companies in the dust because you know fundamentally the companies are successful because they're very good at what they do. Whether it's making hot dogs or selling clothes or you know providing a service like um, chiropractics or something like that. I mean, that's what they do for a living. They're not marketers per, per se. And so um, because they're busy running their business and doing what they do well and, and serving the, the people around them, they often get left behind. And it's a very common thing for them to remember something that was 
you know, important two or three years ago. And to go out there and, and, re- and do that and really get burned by it. And so it can be, you know, quite detrimental sometimes if they're not caught up on, on the latest trends like that. Love it. Okay, got it. Okay, so so we had secure, right? For things you should know about uh, search and things you should be doing, secure, responsive, have a phenomenal user experience and citations. Is there any? Right. Uh, is there anything else, Chris, that you'd like to add on to that? You know, one last thing that I wanted to bring up um, is uh, the way that you get a good user experience on the website. Now, maybe I can back up just for a second because remember I always said people are not necessarily looking for a website anymore. Um, that's true, and it's not true because um, basically the. The reason that we have good, uh, responsive websites is to provide a good user experience. You know, everything, everything kind of points to the website. But the most important reason to have a website is, well, actually, there's two. One is to provide, you know, information about your company. But the second one is because it supports your Google Plus listing, which is your maps listing, right? Mm-hmm. And so to, to rank in the maps, you have to have a good website because the maps knows where your website is. Um, it's part of the process of getting your maps um, listing set up is to put your website down. And Google leans heavily upon the, um, your website, believe it or not, to um, look at the rankings. And if you think about it, it makes sense because you know, Google doesn't quite know who to rank on their Google Plus listing because there's not a whole lot of indicators other than you know, just like people visiting there. But if you're kind of new and you just kind of signed up for your, um, your Google Plus listing, Google doesn't know if you're popular or not. So what it does is it turns around and says, okay, what's something to tell me if you're popular? obviously, the website. And so that's why you need to have a, a good, strong website that's, that's marketed properly because that's one of the major factors that Google uses to rank your, your Google Maps. List. Got it. So um, I basically told you that so I could tell you that. <laughs> so to give a, a good user experience, we talked about responsive websites to make sure that they're formatted right, they have the latest coding and things like that so that they look right. But the second thing is, is you need to have something on there that makes them interested. Right? That only makes sense to have great content. So you need to continually have things on your website that people are interested in, you know, consuming. One of the best things that we found is, you know, the business you're in, Corey, which is video. Um, there's, there's very few people I know that um, do video as good as you guys do. And that's one of the things that, that will keep people on a website longer than almost anything else that I know. And, um, in fact, studies have shown that people will watch six minutes of, of video for every one minute that they'll read. So we're more and more becoming, um, you know, entertainment-driven and um, audio and video-driven because it's so easy to, to consume and we want to be kind of entertained and to learn more. Um, and I think, personally, I don't, I, don't, I don't know of any studies on this, but I seem to get more out of it when I can see it and when I can hear it and when I can read it at the same time. Um, I just get more out of it. I understand it better. And so I think there's something to be said about creating video about your, your website and putting it on your front page so people can learn about you through a video. They get to know your personality, maybe your staff, what your, your facility looks like, if maybe you're like a, a personal trainer or something like that, so they can kind of see what it looks like there. And, um, you know, people stick around longer and, and you know, check you out more. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, people... You know, they create a connection with you that you just can't get anywhere else. And, yeah, everybody has more ADD these days than they've ever had before. And, uh, you know, so it's no surprise. I mean, we've talked about that stat 
for many, many years. But yeah, people will consume video way more, longer. They'll, they'll do it. And most of the time when people read, they're just skimming anyway. You know, yeah. they're, they're just kind of scrolling down the page and looking for certain things that they're trying to find. And they're not getting the full picture. So it's interesting. But if you take that same content, you kind of put it into something interesting, put it into a, a video with a, you know, a script, music, uh, some graphics and all that stuff, it, it becomes more compelling. And if you add some more things like, you know, humor and, and all of that, it becomes, you know, something that, that, yeah, they'll absolutely watch. And so, yeah, you're, you're correct on that. So that's, that's, that is a big key. And that's something we've been talking about for so long is that video is such an important piece of your marketing and, and you want to have as much of it readily available for people because the fact of the matter is is if you created that same information put it into a brochure you'd be much better off you know using that and putting it into a video as well because then you'll have people looking at it there's you know not a lot of people spend a lot of time reading the content or reading your white papers or going through any you know all of that stuff they'd much rather watch a video so that's that's a uh, very important thing we've been talking about and you know, that's, uh, that's exciting that that's, you know, one of the things that you see with Google is the need for keeping people interested on your stuff. And it's, it's one of those things that it creates an even more sticky factor, which is everything that Chris is talking about and, uh, and what we've been talking about for years. So that's, that's a really awesome point there. And so, you know, going back, I mean, we've got, you know, some, some tips from Chris, Chris Ormiston, one of the top experts on Google and, and rankings and, and all that. So you want to make it secure. You want to make it responsive. You want to have a great user experience. And you want to you obviously add citations. And not something you would probably think about because you think, okay, I need to work on my website and I need, need to do all of that. Um, but, but don't really see the need to put your, your business name and address on all these other websites. Well, it actually is a very important thing to do. Right. And and also video, just making your site uh, more interesting and engaging for people, something that keeps them on longer. And video is proven to do that time and time again. So you definitely want to have that on there. And this is all very exciting stuff here, Chris. And and uh, I know you've I know you're coming out with a course. And so we we um, we have a special link for people. um, But you're you're actually um, basically teaching businesses step by step how to do these things. Um, such as rank and, and, you know, get Google Plus optimized and, and get to the top of Google, Google Maps and all of that stuff. So tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, so basically um, what, I, what I had done in the past, about two years ago or so, we, we used software in-house to, to, you know, manage our, our, uh, our local marketing. And um, a couple of friends of mine, who um, I would consult with back and forth, they, they saw what I was using, and they're like, oh, man, this would revolutionize our business. Can we get a copy of that? And I, I basically said, well, no, not really, because I kind of wrote it for our company and, and things like that. And so they finally twisted my arm and, into um, and to modifying it in a way where they could get in and they could use the same system to manage their own, um, their own agency. And so at the time, um, I kind of released it for them, and, and the word got out to a few more people, and they said, well, we want it too. And so I, I made some further modifications. And it was interesting because when I finally made it public, um, we kind of, you know, they, they kind of sent out an email to some, some people they knew. And, you know, I was thinking, you know, like maybe 30 or 40 people might sign up for it. And in three days, I had 860 people sign up for um, it was the first three days that we opened it up. Um, we had 860 people sign up for it and start using this to to manage their local marketing companies as an agency. 
And I was just completely blown away. I had no idea that there was such a big gap in the market, that these agencies just needed something to kind of help guide them and, and to kind of help them along with the, the project management. And so since that time, we've gotten, um, you know, a couple more thousand people into the system, and we've gotten a lot of good feedback. But one thing that was really interesting is we are working with a couple of um, franchises, and we you know, when we were quoting them on the work to be done, they just kept saying that's just too expensive. And it was was really blowing me away because this is not a small franchise. Um, it's the franchise that everyone's kind of heard of. They said, no, this is too, expen- too expensive. And, like, it's not too expensive. You guys make loads of money. But really what it comes down to is that um, their margins for their marketing, and everybody has marketing budgets, um, is that those margins were smaller than I expected them to be because there's lots of other expenses that you just don't know unless you're in the business, right? There's your franchise fees, and then there's other types of marketing. They have to, you know, do commercials and, you know, all those other things. And it adds up really fast, and it starts to cost a lot of money. And so the portion that what we were doing um, was cost prohibitive. And I was, I was sort of blown away, and so I kind of stepped back a little bit. I'm like, man, how can we make this, you know, more affordable? And then I started talking with other businesses that are out there. Um, like there's a, there's a local business here. It's an archery business. And they're just the, the greatest people ever. But what happened is they invested all of their money into the facility, into getting the bales and um, the, the, the archery equipment and, and setting everything up. And it didn't leave a whole lot, lot left over for marketing. And so what I did is I took this agency model of everything to do for a local market and I revised it and, and, and uh, modified it so that a small business, a, a local, a local market or a local company, could jump in themselves and do the work themselves for a fraction of the cost. So instead of costing, you know, between you know a thousand and two thousand dollars to do marketing, they could get in for maybe a hundred bucks and be able to do this. And the biggest thing about marketing isn't it's not that it's necessarily hard; it's just that you don't know what to do. Because like, I, you know, like we talked about before, you know, signing up for a business directory, how hard is that? You sign up, you put in your business information, rinse and repeat. You do that again and again, but where do you go, right? So we've kind of outlined everything that we do for our company, and we just put it into like a checklist so that you can watch a little video, teaches you how to do that one little piece, then you go do it for yourself, and then you mark it as being complete. Then you go down to your next slide item little video, you know, watch like a two or three minute video to teach you how to do it. And then you go do it for yourself and then you mark it as complete. And then you just kind of do that over and over again. And before you know it, you've done all the stuff that we do for our company. You've saved yourself a fortune. And so that's been really, really popular for a lot of, um, a lot of companies because they have teenage kids who are completely able to do this stuff. Or maybe a front desk person who has, you know, between 15 minutes, 20 minutes a day or so, to do their marketing, and they, over, over time, they become local marketing specialists. They're very, very good because through the videos, through the training, they understand even better how to support and manage the company that they work for. That's fabulous. No, this is that is very cool, and you know, we, and that is true. There's all kinds of uh, cheap and free labor out there for for young uh, young students and kids that uh, you know very handy. And uh, also great tax write-off too. 
uh, for sure if, they, you know, if they're your kids. And so why not put them to work? And, and uh, lots of people are really interested in this stuff, and, and this can really take you a long, far away. So we've set up a link that uh, you can actually go to and check it out and basically um, get into the system that has worked for thousands of businesses. And Chris is always fine-tuning and tweaking and and of course, because you know he's always the guy leading the 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 pack when it comes to that. I mean, Google basically was, um, ba- you know, investigating what they do for their website, so that way they could build their webs their algorithm based on what what Chris and his team have been doing and what they've been up to. So we set up a little link. Let me give you that so you can go and check that out. And uh, it's mojovideo.org slash local oxygen. Okay, mojovideo.org slash local oxygen. Go check that out. And, uh, and you know, there'll be a, a live link for you to, to go to and, and get more details on that. But it's definitely an exciting program and one that I'm excited about because there's so many businesses out there that could really use this information and implement it, which is, is fabulous. So thanks for putting that out there, Chris, because, you know, I, I, I can only imagine that this is really, really, really going to be you know, huge for a lot of businesses if they can just get that that little edge on this and and figure this out and and use your best practices. It'll save them a lot of time, a lot of energy, a lot of a ton of money, right? Investing in companies who you may not know if they're doing the right things or not. So this is this is that magic formula that you can utilize that'll just work. It's going to be a little bit more roll up your sleeves and do it, but something very exciting for you to implement. So. Uh, so that's mojovideo.org slash local oxygen and, uh, and check it all out. And we're going to take a short break here and we're going to come back with Chris and we're going to talk about um, one of the things that they've actually done to get in the number one position in just three days using something you probably never knew existed or that would even help you in search. So that's very exciting. So we'll see you after the break. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Listen for MD Radio on the Voice America Variety Channel. That's Muscular Development Radio. Every Monday, your host, Sean Ray, will take you inside the world of bodybuilding and health and fitness. The show will feature Hall of Fame bodybuilders, trainers, judges, and the future champions of tomorrow. Plus, you'll be invited to participate in our call-in Ask the Pros feature. And our nutritional spotlight will feature products that can help you achieve your fitness goals. MD Radio is broadcast live Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 Pacific, on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus, topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to The Mojo Marketing Edge. 
To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5788. That's 1-866-472-5788. You may also send an email to connect at mojovideomarketing.com. Now, back to this week's show. All right, we're back. Corey Michael Sanchez here. MojoVideoMarketing.com. Check us out on the web. We're here with Chris Ormiston. He's sharing some just ninja stuff about search engines and Google and ranking. And when we left, I told you about something that would really just boost traffic and your results in a very short amount of time. So I'm going to turn it over to Chris, who uh, is equally very excited about what he's doing there and, and the results that have taken place. So Chris, go for it. All right, you bet. So one thing that we found that's been incredibly powerful, especially over the last um, uh, couple of weeks and couple of months, is something that's called navigational searches. And it's something that's been completely off the radar. Like, you're never going to hear people talking about this because it's, like, so brand new. And we actually kind of stumbled on this um, with a couple of um, promotions that we were doing for um, some of our companies. And one of them was a radio promotion. And they mentioned, hey, search for us on, on Google and type in, um, you know, the, our, our company name kind of thing, right? And at that time, when you type in the company name, of course, um, their company comes up and it's really easy to find them. You know, it's the easiest way we could tell them to find the, the company uh, because the, their URL was kind of like long. You know, their, their, the name of their company was already taken. And so it was just an easier way to tell them to do that. And so people went from the radio and they typed it in and... You know, lo and behold, like a ton of rankings just like shot to the top because people were actually typing in, right? And uh, we also did this, we kind of repeated this with like a, a newspaper advertisement. So in the newspaper we said, hey, type in, you know, uh, Phoenix Plumber and then the, the company name, right? Something like that. And so we found that it had a, a, an amazing result on that. And, and it's something that we found out when we... Um, uh, just recently in, in March uh, of this year, in the end of March, um, Google's ranking pat hit the U.S. pat. And it was one of the most exciting times um, in a long time because any time that you can get insight into Google at a, at a scientific level, it really can help propel um, the, you know, the profession of uh, search engine marketing and local marketing to a new level. And so, um, so uh, what we did is we, uh, we downloaded this pet and we spent a few days to, to reverse engineer it. And it looks a whole lot like, you know, linear algebra and differential equations and things like that. It looks like gobbledygook, right? And so we took all this math and we deciphered it and we, we drew it into a lot of like mind maps and, and connected a lot of, you know, things back and forth. And we realized that pretty much everything there we already knew. We had we learned it through um, testing and trials and, and uh, and things like that, except for one big piece on there, which was really interesting. Something that Google called navigational search. And when we looked at this, it was just as important as linking for SEO. And we were like scratching our head and we're like, what is a navigational search in the first place? And so, I mean, I felt kind of stupid being in the, in the SEO business for so long and, and not really knowing what that meant. So we went and we quickly looked it up and there's a couple articles, not many, a couple articles on the web about what that is. And to kind of break it down, when Google sees a, ser- a search, they have three categories that they, that they um, basically categorize it into. One of them is a commerce search. Like if you use something like um, buy a bicycle or purchase this or something priced, um, that kind of a thing, 
Google knows that you're looking to buy something, and so that's that's kind of a commerce-driven search. The next one is an informational search, and that's when you're looking for something like, um, what do you do about when your dog gets sick or something like that? You're just kind of like researching something, right? And um, so that's an informational search. That's a, a large majority of the searches on the web. And then there's something else, which is a third category called a navigational search. Now, this is something... Um, we all do this, and we don't realize that we do that. But basically, when you type in eBay into the search box in Google and not in the URL box at the top, if you just type in just plain eBay, and eBay comes up number one, and you go to eBay from there, and, and you start you know, buying stuff or whatever, or you just type in Amazon, or you just type in like a company name, like, like uh, maybe your favorite restaurant, you do that because you know it's going to show up on top. Well, what that tells Google is that you're looking for that company specifically. You see what I mean? So that's the navigational search part. So you're, you're, you're um, navigating um, using search. And so when you do that, what that does is it tells Google if you're popular or not, basically. It's kind of like one of those, those um, signals that Google uses to see if you're popular. And so um, what we found is that when, when you do linking and you do SEO stuff like that, Google only gives you partial credit for that and then it comes over here and it looks at these navigational searches if people are typing in your company name to search for you as kind of a supportive uh, mechanism to say if this is legitimate. And so they both kind of back each other up. So these navigational searches are something that's been completely off the radar for SEO professionals for a long time. And so um, now that that's back on the radar, we've been able to do some pretty crazy things. Like, for instance, when we had these promotions out there, we were able to, you know, See these rankings happen in as little as like three days. It was pretty crazy, and so it was like we're like, how do we repeat this? How do we do this again? And so um, we've been able to uh, you know, develop some processes and things like that that you can take advantage of as a small business to be able to basically have people search for you, and then when they get there, if your your web page is set up like we talked about before with with video and with good content, you know, keep them on there. That's a it's, it's perfect because Google's like, okay, people are searching for them. When they get there, they're having a good experience. What could be better? And they reward you for it by putting it up because what could be better? And so it just makes a lot of sense if you kind of look at it from uh, what we think, you know, Google's mindset is, which is, you know, they want to find the most popular one to provide the greatest value. So this kind of you know, makes your company that way. Wow. That's exciting. Well, very cool. Navigational searches and and uh, no, that's and the results that you get. I mean, you can get them very quickly. Otherwise, you know, it, it just depends on the case. Um, but navigational searches for backing up uh, the you know the, the fact that you're popular. So that's a very exciting thing. And and um, if you want to hear more about that, um, we'll we'll definitely make sure some information is available uh, to you. So make sure you're, you're tuned in and you're on our subscriber list. And uh, you can also send us an email uh, to friends at mojovideomarketing.com. That's friends at mojovideomarketing.com. And we'll share more information about that with you. But the super exciting things uh, that Chris is up to, just dominating the web, uh, getting all kinds of traffic from the early days, you know, just, uh, just pounding the web. But, uh, you know, exciting about about having Chris on the show because he's been doing this so long. I mean, there's hardly anybody that really knows as much as he has or that has helped as many companies that he has and put his knowledge to work and to use in order to, to help companies rein in 
and millions of dollars in business. Uh, and, you know, I would imagine based on all the results he's had, I mean, it's, it's an astronomical number about all the business that you've added to the bottom lines of different businesses out there. But uh, we're going to wrap up here. Is there anything else, Chris, you'd like to, to say before we close? Nope, I just uh, appreciate you having me on today. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah, thank you, Chris. And uh, one more time, if you want to hear about his course about all you have to do in order to rank at the top of the uh, search engines, and it's a do-it-yourself course, go to mojovideo.org slash local oxygen. Check that out. Thanks again, Chris, for being on the show. We'll definitely look to have Chris on the show in, uh, in the future because of all the great wisdom that he has. So thanks again. Everybody that's tuning in, check us out, mojovideomarketing.com, and we'll see you in next week's show. Thank you for listening today. Please tune in to The Mojo Marketing Edge with Ira Rosen and Corey Michael Sanchez again next Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll see you next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Variety Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericavariety.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the hosts or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by Voice America Talk Radio Network its staff and management.